Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Saleo Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Here's the latest from the WHBY Omni Glass and Paint News Center. Good afternoon. It's a rainy 56 degrees at 1204. I'm Landon Moore. The Appleton School District may be legally bound to name the new Northside Elementary School Sandy Slope Elementary. When the district purchased the land adjacent to Appleton North High School, the contract contained a requirement from the seller, Richard Van Handel, that any school built there be named Sandy Slope in honor of the school he attended in the same area. Superintendent Greg Karches says the district's attorney believes they are bound by that agreement. However, some people have raised concerns about another similarly named school. That we not be obligated to use the name due to the potential social stigma related to Sandy a Hook Elementary School shooting in Newtown, Connecticut. Now, that's the only opposition we've heard at all is that the name's similar to Sandy Hook. The Appleton School Board will provide direction to administrators on the new school name later this month. A verbal censure by his fellow Outagamie County board members may not be the only backlash Supervisor Tim Hermes of Little Shoot faces from his comments about transgender people during meetings. The group Hate Free Outagamie, which organized protests at board meetings for the last month, is targeting Hermes for removal from office. While the county board would not have the power to do that, Hate Free members say they are working on candidate recruitment to challenge Hermes in the next round of elections. The Outagamie County board voted to censure Hermes last week. A Green Bay man wanted for allegedly making threats is arrested. Police were called to Blackstone Family Restaurant around 1.45 this morning after learning the 26-year-old was inside and armed. The suspect had allegedly made threats at a business outside of Green Bay. He was taken into custody while leaving the restaurant shortly after 3 o'clock. At the Capitol, Democratic lawmakers proposed gun safety bills. Representative Sheila Stubbs of Madison. Listen to me. How many more times do we need the same call to action before something is done. I am sick and tired of all these calls to action. The bills, a sales tax exemption for gun safes and locks, background checks for all gun sales, and a red flag law are all unlikely to receive hearings in the Republican-controlled legislature. An Appleton woman has a warning for those looking to get a new job through the Internet. Erica Bender fell victim to a scam where crooks hijacked a legitimate uh, a legitimate ad posted by the company but changed the contact information. Bender went through a lengthy interview through a chat app before being told she had been hired by Clarist Health of Arizona. She became suspicious after being told to purchase an $800 phone for the job. When she called Clarist directly, she found out the person had, that hired her did not exist. If there's any red flag... The most succinct way now to get to that is to call headquarters and never do an interview via email or an app. Always request a live interview. Investigators tell our TV partner Action 2 News that they believe the scammers had already taken more than $840,000 from other victims. Criminal charges are filed against a Fond du Lac man in connection with a hit-and-run crash. Malik Tapp is charged in Fond du Lac County Court with reckless driving causing great bodily harm, hit-and-run involving injury, and bail jumping. According to the criminal complaint, Tapp struck a woman at the intersection of South Portland and East First Streets back in April of last year. The victim suffered numerous bruises and road rash. Tapp faces up to 10 years in prison if convicted. 
A July 12th trial date is set for a Green Bay man accused of stalking and threatening a woman. Brian Reesberg is charged in Brown County Court with intimidation of a domestic abuse victim and stalking. According to the criminal complaints, Reesberg sent threatening messages to the woman and demanded that she recant a statement she made to police earlier this spring. He faces up to 41 years in prison if convicted. Wisconsin's indigenous communities are seeing an increase in tourism dollars. Native American Tourism of Wisconsin Executive Director Suzette Brewer says indigenous tourism impacts the state's economy in a major way. I know we've had revenues prior to the pandemic of up to $1.5 billion that adds to the state's economy. So people are looking for unique experiences when they go out on their trips with their kids. Indigenous tourism nationwide is expected to surpass $65 billion in 2032.